This is your daily real estate syndication show. I'm your host, Whitney Sewell. Today, our guest is Ryan Seiko. He has nine years of institutional real estate experience, and he is the executive VP at Cardone Capital. He focuses on acquisitions and capital relationships, and he's been with Cardone Capital since it started. Uh, he completed 30 plus real estate acquisitions valued at over $3 billion uh, in secured financing of $1.9 billion. Uh, involved in launching each of Cardone Capital's investment vehicles, which have raised over $1.1 billion in equity uh, via crowdfunding, of course, and, and previously a commercial airline pilot for 10 plus years, which he's going to talk about that transition a little bit, but he's going to dive into their economic outlook. You're going to hear what they are doing different right now uh, to continue to grow and to scale. Ryan, welcome to the show. Honored to meet you and have you on. I, I know that many of our listeners have probably heard of Cardone Capital before, but they may not have. And I know they're going to learn a lot today about who you all, who you all are, what you do. Uh, but before we do, man, give us a little more about Ryan. How did you, how did you get there? How did you get to the seat you're in now? Yeah, so it's, it's a fascinating story. And Whitney, number one, thank you so much for having me on. I've heard a lot of great things about you. Uh, I was actually a commercial airline pilot before I worked for Cardone Capital. Uh, I flew for United Express. I've got a lot of time in the airlines, uh, but I always knew that I wanted to do real estate. So my career started as a, an aviator, as a captain, and then I transitioned at the age of 30 years old. I said, what's next? And I found actually Grant on, on YouTube. And when I joined his team, I was the lead captain on a Gulfstream G200. Um, what people don't realize is that when you actually fly for a family, when you fly for somebody, you're with them every single day. And you know, Cardinal Capital, we didn't start out you know, with 12,000 units or two office buildings or where we are today. We actually started out with one deal. It was a $20 million deal. We raised $6 million. Uh, the, the equity was 6 million, the debt was uh, 14 million. And uh, we looked at each other and we said, you know, hey, can we do this again? And so that's really where Cardone Capital started is we, we found and we saw that there was a need for real estate. And we found that the, the entrepreneurs and the business owners and also individuals wanted to have access to these deals. And that was really the start. That was really the birth. You know, fast forward, I've been with Grant for nine years. Um, he's an amazing leader. We have an amazing team and we've grown something where honestly, we feel like we're just getting started. So Cardone Capital, is it right, just launched seven years ago? Yeah, so Grant's been doing real estate for 35 years, but we really started kicking it into gear seven years ago, where we launched you know, Fund One. We're now on Fund 23, but yeah, we launched Fund One seven years ago. And now you're on Fund 23, that's incredible. Yeah, Fund, yeah, fund 23, we've raised uh, over 1.1 billion uh, from retail. We don't do any institutional investors. We do all retail, uh, high net worth. And also, so we do, we have two funds, the non-accredited and the accredited. Uh, we're on our fourth non-accredited and we're on, you know, fund 23 on the accredited side. Nice. Uh, and so yep. you all will do all large multi-asset funds, no single asset syndications. Is that right? Uh, we do both. So some funds have single assets, you know, like on some of these bigger deals that we're doing, you know, for example, you know, one deal is $140 million. We'll just have that one deal where we've raised 40 and debt's 100. We'll have that one deal in one fund. But then we also have other funds where it's diversified over a couple different deals, uh, like fund, um, like fund four, for example, right? We've got five deals in that fund. So it just depends. It depends on the market. It depends on the deals and it depends on the equity. Yeah. Well, I wanted to back up yep. just a little bit though. You know, you started as a pilot and now you're executive vice president. 
right? And so how did you make that transition, right? That's that's pretty big seat change. Well, it, it is, but it isn't. You know, as a captain, you're responsible for a lot. Yeah. Uh, I feel like I'm, I'm the captain of, of Cardone Capital along with Grant. You know, some days I play captain, some, plays, some days I play co-pilot. Either way, you know, Grant Cardone and myself, we're, we're really taking a, a huge charge because we know what we're doing at Cardone Capital is going to change the game. Uh, we feel like, I don't want to say like we feel like we're the Robin Hoods of real estate investing, but we kind of do. You know, we feel like we're disrupting the game and, you know, we become the leaders in crowdfunding and we've done it very simply. You know, we get on Zoom calls. Grant, myself, we're always available. You know, we're, 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 we're pathfinders. So um, as a pilot, you have a lot of checklists. As a pilot, you're in command of a ship. In real estate, it's the same thing. You know, you, you have a checklist on, you know, how you're finding and sourcing deals. Once you get the deal, I always say, you know, once you find the deal, you, the work begins. Once you get the deal under contract, the work begins. Once you start due diligence, the work begins. Once you start raising money, the work begins. Once you close, the work begins. <laughs> Once you sell, the work begins. So it's, it's really, you know, we've taken, and me personally, I've taken a systematic approach. Like when I transitioned from being a pilot to now helping and running Cardinal Capital with Grant, it's really, these skills are transferable. And I encourage anybody who maybe is a professional not a lot of people are pilots, right? I mean, but but people are attorneys. You know, some of the greatest attorneys have created uh, equity funds and hedge funds. You know, you look at the history of, of of these big companies and corporations. It's actually not the people who have been in the business who change the business. And I think that's one thing that I bring to this game. I bring a different uh, viewpoint and vantage point to this game that uh, uh, has helped Grant and Cardone Capital. Uh, grow. And again, I don't take all the credit for myself. I truly don't. Uh, you know, Grant and myself, we've been together for nine years. And when you fly for somebody, you're with them every single day. I always say uh, it was a running joke between Grant and Elena. Elena Cardone is Grant's wife. We used to say that we, Grant and I spent more time than Grant and Elena because we were together every single day. We're flying, we're doing events, we're going to deals, we're shopping deals, we're raising money. It, 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 it becomes the feeling more like family not just like, oh, we're grinding it out. Because we know what we're building is ultra special. And uh, here we yeah. are. No, that's incredible. I appreciate that. Because there's so many, I'm sure, that can relate to your story that are listening and figuring out how they can, man, get into real estate, right? Like you did. Right, so I know the listeners would love to hear, Ryan, just Cardone Capitals or yours, you know, kind of economic outlook, right? What you all are expecting and are planning for uh, as far as the economies uh, involved. And and then obviously we're going to dive into what you all are doing about it or, you know, or how maybe it's changing how you all are doing things. But what do you all expect to happen? Well, look, in the last 24 months, you and me both know the, 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 the outlook and the economy has changed dramatically. The way we're buying deals, the way we're finding deals, you know, what deals are happening. Uh, really, in the last 12 months, a lot of these big, large commercial multifamily uh, assets, uh, they're down 70% on sales. So guys who have to sell don't really want to, but they got to free up liquidity. And it really depends on what space you're playing in, right? I mean, you know, the mom and pop is different than the big institutions. Um, I think that if... Look, in commercial real estate, the values and the performance and really what all of us look for is the cash on cash return is really highly determined by the, the leverage, the debt component on the deals. Uh, debt has gone from 3.5% to 4.5% to 5.5%. Now, today, I got a quote. It was between 6.5% and 7% all in rate. So whether you're buying on a 5, 7, 10-year a uh, 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 leveraged finance piece, it's really going to change the, the economics and the, the, the cash on cash of the deal. So what we're seeing is that 
people who have to sell are willing to take a discount to, to, to recycle the capital. We've actually changed and repositioned the way we're buying deals. We were buying deals with you know, 50, 60, 70% LTV, call it, leverage. Uh, now we're actually looking at deals, buying them fully with cash. So we're looking at a deal saying, hey, we're gonna go buy this cash and refinance it in two to three years. We think that the outlook overall, like we're still big believers in multifamily. Multifamily has been the sweetheart of commercial real estate. It's just now you have to look at it from a more of a longer term standpoint because you know, we were saying it before, you know, guys that had the two and three and four year outlook, when you get caught in these positions in time, it's not great. We've always had a 10 year horizon and a 10 year outlook on all of our funds. And so we've positioned ourselves uh, to continue buying in all cycles. And I think that's a good point. Like you have to buy in all cycles. Timing, you're never gonna get it perfect. Like we're buying now, we're gonna be buying in 12 months, we're gonna be buying in 24 months. And we've also built a huge and fantastic portfolio where we continue, where we can continue to add and grow to that. Love that. Uh, appreciate you talking about uh, buying in all cycles and 10-year outlook on every fund. Uh, I think that says a lot uh, just about planning, right? Uh, and knowing <laughs> that there's going to be a cycle. Uh, it just it allows, it gives you all so many different options by having a 10-year outlook versus a three-year, right? Um, and, you know, you mentioned uh, buying in cash now uh, and then, you know, uh, uh, refinancing in two to three years, uh, potentially. So speak to how that process works a little bit, maybe for the passive investor listening and thinking, okay, you know, I, I, I would love to invest with somebody that's buying all cash. What does that look like for me as the, as the LP? Well, look, they're bigger deals, right? So I've got a deal right now that I'm working on that's $150 million. Um, so what happens is, you know, we, uh, we'll either use grants balance sheet, we'll use a line of credit, or we'll use the money that we've raised. Uh, here's how we do it. We have two funds. The non-accredited fund means that if you make less than 200 grand a year, you can invest in the non-accredited. It's an 80-20 split. You get distributions quarterly. On the accredited side, if you make over 200 grand, you get paid monthly. That's really the two biggest difference on our two funds. But what we do is we go out and we find these deals. We negotiate the deals. Uh, and these are big groups, right, Whitney? You know them. I mean, these are like the top of the food chain, whether it's... Uh, Couple of these groups have 20, 30, 40, 50 billion AUM. They're just recycling capital. Um, you know, the, the Starwoods and the, the Blackstones and um, the, the big life insurance companies. I mean, these guys, when in every market, they have to sell, whether it's a redemption queue or whatever it may be. But, you know, we, we think of it like this we're able to raise money from retail investors who have the same viewpoint of us. You want to go buy great quality assets. We're going to buy it all cash because the debt's high. You know, say we're buying at a 575 or six yield cap rate going in. It feels like that feels pretty good for big trophy assets. So we're trophy hunting right now, right? We're going to go buy these trophies in these big key cities and states, and we're going to continue to buy this portfolio. But a person come in for 100 grand, 200 grand, 300 grand, 5 million, they could put their money in. And we believe that in two years, three years, four years, we can refinance, pull capital out, the investor still owns the same percentage of the deal. You just pull money out and you can reinvest in the next deal. Um, and we move on to the next deal. So, you know, it's like we look at Cardinal Capital. We just try to keep it simple. Yeah. When the debt market is out of whack, how do we join forces? And I think this is really important. The, 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 the crowdfunding has really changed the way that we invest and also how we're able to compete with institutions because <laughs> before we could never go and buy $150 million deals one after the other because we didn't have 300, 400, 500 investors all teaming together. Since 2014, the JOBS Act, it's changed everything. Right. 
We are now acting and operating, Whitney, and you know this firsthand, we are now acting and operating as almost an institution, but it's just with the everyday investor. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love that. Uh, I love just being able to go kind of almost change the game plan where you all were operating, but still pushing forward in a big way. I, I think you um, are, had mentioned at some point that you're uh, like, you all plan to double in the next 24 months. Right. Oh yeah. Uh, and so oh, speak yeah. through that goal a little bit and maybe some of the process, how you all plan to do that. So we plan to do that via raising capital from crowdfunding, but also there's deals that are coming up where there's not as much competition. You know, when the market's really good, you have competition from all the institutions. Right now, these big banks and these big institutions, they're on the sidelines. So whether it's a form of, uh, uh, you know, swapping out and people, look, Whitney, you and I both know that there's going to be some folks who, you know, there's going to be a capital call, there's going to be a, a capital event, there's going to be refinances. And so, you know, we've positioned ourselves where we can go out and buy a portfolio. We're actually looking at a couple of portfolios right now. We're looking at one-off assets. So we think that when less people are buying, that's actually the opportunity to buy. Yeah, yeah. It's when what, what, what's, what's Warren Buffett's quote? What does he say? What is it? Uh, there's so many you, you, investing. You, you, well, 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 what's his, what's his quote? He says, he says, he says, uh, in, 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 invest when other people are fearful, oh, that's right. right? When what's there's the, blood what's in the streets, quote? right? Well, yeah. Well, even if it's your own, you know, Warren Buffett talks about all this stuff, but it's like, you know, even when, even when people around you, you know, when they're having a hard time and they're struggling on these deals, I mean, it got pretty frothy there for a second. Yeah. Yeah. We think that things are coming back down to normal. And again, it goes back to the horizon. You know, we're 10 year, we can go longer, you know, we're 10, 15, 20, like we're buy and hold investors. So I think for anybody listening, it's like whenever, whether this is your first deal, first deal, your fifth deal, your 20th deal, you have to buy in a long-term horizon. You can't build a Cardone Capital. You can't build a LifeBridge. You can't build these big companies on a two to three year runway. You know, even as a pilot, you know, you want a longer runway uh, 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 for safety. So, so I always think of things as in runways, you know, if I can pick a 10,000 foot runway or a 3000 foot runway, I'm going for that's the 10,000. Right. That, that's why, that's why we always go for the 10 year. Yeah. No, I love that. Uh, what are some of the biggest, uh, LP concerns right now that you're hearing and, and maybe why they're, why it's not true or why, you know, they should be uh, still considering say a multifamily investment like you all have or fund like you have, uh, even though they're, they may have some fears. Well, I don't, Look, fear is one thing, but also people are looking at what the rate of return sure. is in their bank account, right? I mean, people are able to get on a on a on a treasury bill, on a T bill, on on a, their their uh, Chase bank account. They're able to get three and four and five percent. Here's what I'll say to that: you know, what I just said. You know, when when other people are fearful, this is actually when you need to step up and say, "Hey, look, as long as you believe in real estate, like for me, I personally believe in real estate. That's all I invest in. If you believe in real estate and the fundamentals, then now is actually the time to invest even more because you're buying deals at what I believe in my opinion are a discount. So you buy deals when everything's at a discount, you buy the best quality assets. And again, you know, we always hear location, location, location. It actually is not that scary when you're buying the best deals in the best locations, because you know, like places like Chicago, places like Nashville, places like Atlanta, places like Miami, those cities and States, they're not going away. So, so, you know, I think that fear, I think the fear component is just a lack of them and us, me personally, not understanding. And so that, that's why I always double down and triple down and read more and understand more and talk to more people, because I, I, I honestly feel like for me personally, I get more confidence the more people that I talk to, uh, including yourself across the board. Yeah. 
So people just need to stay educated. They need to know and truly believe in what they're investing in. And they just need to go back to, you know, what's the horizon? Uh, would you, do you think Whitney in 10 years, we're going to be talking about not interest rates or, or the fed? Do you think we're going to be talking about something different? <laughs> probably something different, right? <laughs> probably something, probably something different, you know? So I, I read the headlines and I get the headlines. Uh, but I also know that in 10 years, uh, this too shall pass. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I love that. You know, everybody talks about location like you talked about, but hey, if you're buying the best deals, best location, this will pass. I, I completely agree. Uh, and often it's um, it's a lack of understanding, right? Or knowledge, uh, I think, based on where the fear, you know, it's where, why the fear is coming, right? It's just a lack of knowledge. Uh, and you all, uh, I mean, you're, you're educating your investors, you're all putting out a ton of content, you know, just like we do. I think it's so helpful. Uh, but let's speak to you, you mentioned one way that you all are going to double, and I know a lot of the operators are are, are wanting to hear this as well, uh, but you, you, one way you're going to double is by being able to raise a lot of money, right? And what are some of the keys to how you all are doing that so efficiently, right? Uh, you, know, you said just seven years ago, right? It's when Cardone Capital started, uh, but but obviously not many people have been able to raise the kind of capital and scale the way you all have in that time period. Well, I think Grant's a brilliant marketer. That's That's the obvious. Um, you know, what Grant's done is he hasn't pulled the curtain, you know, uh, uh, close. He's actually opened the curtain. Um, he, he, he's a very dynamic individual and he's, you know, he, he, a lot of people trust him. You know, I mean, social media, I don't know if you heard, but we just had, you know, we had this uh, punitive class action lawsuit. It was dismissed again with prejudice. So, you know, people love to hate and people want to build people up and then they, 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 then they want to hate. So I think that, you know, the truth always and again, it's what are you investing in? If you're investing in great quality assets, if you're investing in the right products, I think the truth will always prevail. Um, but it, just going back to the basics, you know, building an audience that, you know, you're, you're very consistent. They know you, they trust you, you know, you're showing everything. We do Zoom calls, you know, this is the back to the basics, right? We do Zoom calls every month, you know, one or two Zoom calls uh, a month with our investors. We give them, you know, the portfolio updates. We have a portal that's been built out. I mean, I can go on and on and on about, you know, showing the deal, having the deal, closing on the deal, giving the investor the same deal that we're getting. Um, you know, the, these are things that as you create fund one to fund 23, you learn and you go through, but to just keep things simple, you know, keep things simple. You know, you always start with your power base. You know, if somebody's like, if somebody's listening to this and it's their first fund, you know, go out and buy the deal and backfill it, you know, just go and raise it. Don't, you don't start with non-accredited. You actually start with accredited investors. A lot of people get caught up. They're like, oh, I'm going to go and start all these funds. No, no, no. The most important thing is the deal. Once you get a great deal, then you can go and present it to investors and then you get their money and you put it into a great deal. And now the deal is working for the investors. So I think at the end of the day, just keeping things super simple. And that's what Grant, myself, Cardinal Capital, we've done a great job at doing. And so if you could just, if you could just, uh, uh, I always say copy and paste. If you just model the successful actions and the successful businesses, uh, other people are doing it including yourself. Yeah. What are some ways uh, that uh, you talked about even Zoom calls, uh, you know, with your investors yeah. on a monthly basis? What are some ways you all are standing out amongst the competition? Well, I mean, look, we have great uh, resources. You know, we just launched the 401k book where if people want to convert their 401k without penalty and they want to invest in real estate, you know, they go to cardocapital.com forward slash 401k and they can download a PDF and read how they can actually do it. People don't know these things, right? Like, a lot of people, they've worked their butts off their entire life for United or for whatever profession. Maybe that 401k isn't active. They can now convert it to a self-directed IRA. They don't have to invest in stocks, bonds, mutual funds, which used to be the only outlet. Now they could actually take that and put it into real assets 
and feel good about what they're investing in. So we do those things where we provide resources for people for free. We also do a bunch of free stuff where people can come and build their confidence, build their education. And then we also offer them the Cardone Capital. So I really think it's about hitting different angles to really serve the majority of the investors. We now have over, it's like 13,000 investors and they come from all, like some of them come from the events. Some of them come from the website. Some of them come from CNBC. Some of them come from Facebook. Some of them come from Instagram. So it's really about covering up the entire marketplace. And you know, who do we all learn that from? We learn that from GC. I mean, GC is, G GC is like, he's got 16 million followers across all of his platforms. He's done a great job at doing yeah, he's that. He's kind of everywhere. That's for sure. Uh, and then, and then Whitney, just to add to that, then what we do is, is, is we've actually built out a team. And if you want to dive into this, like I can share with the people on this call, like, you know, we don't just think that people are going to go to our website, cardonecapital.com and fill out the forms and invest. You have to build out a team called the investor relations team where, you know, when people are investing in these real assets, they're investing real money. They want to talk to people. They want to see Whitney's face. They want to see Ryan Secco's face. They want to see Grant Cardone. Like this is a real uh, a real business. Yeah. This is a real service. This is a real service business. Let's talk about that in the next segment. We're going to end this segment here. I want okay. the listeners to know Ryan's going to stick around. We're going to do, an do another segment. We're going to dive into that team and even a few other things they're doing to possibly scale uh, and methods they're using. So Ryan, thank you so much. Where can the listeners get in touch with you and learn more about you? Uh, social media, uh, Ryan Seco. So it's R-Y-A-N-T-S-E-K-O uh, or CardonCapital.com. Thank you for being with us again today. I hope that you have learned a lot from the show. Don't forget to like and subscribe. I hope you're telling your friends about the Real Estate Syndication Show and how they can also build wealth in real estate. You can also go to lifebridgecapital.com and start investing today.